Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. back on the things we say i'm sheldon and i'm nate and we are live on facebook and doing this show with input from the audience so this is going to be fun yes it will be we're glad to be back on the air it has taken us a little bit to get back here but we now do the podcast whenever we want to do the podcast so you will have to deal with it and honestly we haven't been doing as as much during the election because we don't really care to talk about it all that much (laughs) What are we dancing to? Good question. So just so you know, on the background of our podcast, we listen to the intro music every time. So just as you're listening to the podcast and you hear that, however it goes, Nate can sing it. I can't. But (laughs) we listen to that whole thing coming in and then we come in. It's kind of like walk-up music for a baseball player. You know, it kind of gets you jazzed and... It's good. What would your walk-up music be? Oh, no question. A live version of Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. No question. That's absolutely what it would be. Mine has no question either. The Slam by Toby Mac. Nice. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm surprised more people don't use it. I mean, it is Toby Mac. I get it. Well, and hardly anybody uses uses Cashmere either by Led Zeppelin, but it's so good. That would be good. It's so good. It's Oh, it's epic. Yeah. epic it's just the best so yes marcine that's what we dance to and honestly that pretty much happens every time that is a great question yeah. even when the camera isn't on we sit here and we kind of do a dance nate's obviously more in rhythm <laughs> i'm like super white and mennonite when it comes to rhythm <laughs> that's that sounds like a weird owl song super white and mennonite <laughs> oh man did you know and this is not oh, yes. this is not the did you know oh it's not the did, d- did okay. we do this before that the First, the first song that was written by a woman, the first American woman songwriter in the United States, the first American woman songwriter was a Mennonite at the Ephrata Cloister. No, Did you know we that? No, we haven't talked we haven't about said that. said this? No. No, this was something like, I... F- like the first published song that was published by a woman. The first American woman songwriter was a woman who penned a hymn or song for the Mennonites living at the Ephrata cloister. Wow. So I grew yeah. up near, near Ephrata, drove by the cloister all the time, but I'm sure it was very uplifting and oh, I'm sure. positive and nothing gloomy or doomy about <laughs> any of it. I'm absolutely sure of that. That is true. Oh, man. Why yeah. me for the win, Bethann? What did I do? Now people are just laughing at us. It's okay. Also, the real did you know that I had this morning that I shared with the middle schoolers at youth group. Did you know that George Washington did not have wooden teeth? Yes, I did know that. Okay. There's a large myth out there that George Washington had wooden teeth. Yes. He did not. He, in fact, had seahorse teeth. Seahorse? Did you know that? Well, I've heard several things about George Washington's teeth. This is factually accurate. Okay. Have you ever seen the size of a seahorse? Yeah. They're very small. They're very small. So how did he have seahorse teeth? Here's the way. Oh, no. 
back in the 1700s, they did not call seahorses seahorses. What they called a seahorse was a hippopotamus. His teeth were made of ivory, but probably hippopotamus ivory. Yeah. And so George Washington had seahorse teeth. Yes. He also had, because he had multiple dentures throughout his life. There was at least one set that actually had human teeth in it as well. Oh, where, I did hear this where was he a thing. paid where he paid some people to <laughs> buy their teeth, buy some of their teeth. So, uh, yeah. And there's all kinds of things uh, because part of it was that some of them were slaves. And, well, did he actually pay them? According to the records, he did pay them where that money went is suspect. Wait, you paid living people to give living you your teeth? people to give these you weren't taken from cadavers. Not entirely. Some were. OK, that's weird. I, I always thought that. The teeth they were using for dentures came from dead people. That would have made Not, sense. Yeah. The living people allowed their teeth to be ripped out in the yes. 1700s for a rich person. You would be desperate enough to... Su- well, apparently. I yeah. mean, I may or may not have sold blood plasma. <laughs> <laughs> so no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I'd never heard that with the with the... Man, they called them seahorses. Then what did they call seahorses? <laughs> I don't know if they knew about seahorses. No, I'm sure they did. I don't know. I'm still weirded out that male seahorses give birth. Oh no! Have you not? Did you not know that? I'm. I knew that there was something weird about seahorse sexuality, but there's a reason they call it the birds and the bees, and not the birds, the seahorses and the bees. <laughs> I, I remember hearing a comedian once say, "Well, wait a minute. If the, if the male gives birth, wouldn't you call that the female?" <laughs> and I'm just, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Cashmere. She was happy about cash. Thank you for correcting your spelling, Beth Ann. That's one of the things I love about you. You make a mistake like that, you're going to fix it. And you're not even going to care. You're just going to throw it out there. Cashmere is spelled with a K, not with a C. Oh, so it's like the region and not the... Yes. Which actually has nothing to do with it either. Oh. They mentioned cashmere in it, but... Yeah, it's an amazing song. If you've never heard it, I'm going to play oh, it no, for you. Oh, no, I've okay. definitely heard it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... Uh, Just you singing it, I knew what it was. Yeah, so. yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, so that was interesting. Did you know? I did not know that, and that one's a historical one, so I'm a little ashamed. But <laughs> no, yeah, you did know it. Did, in well, fact, yeah. you knew more about it than I, I knew. Did. I knew additional, additional, but I didn't know that particular thing. That was new yes. to me. But uh, yeah, Sheldon mentioned we're going to do some changes in here. We're actually going to... I want to paint this whole room black. I'm tired of these white walls. It looks like a prison in here. So I'm going to get some paint. I'm going to paint all this black, and it'll look a little more this like a proper studio. This is not painted. No, that's, that's like just sound foam. This is, this is for me to do voiceover stuff for a audio drama that I'm currently a part of. Did that, you know that <laughs> Nate's voice has been lended to an audio drama? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, the Embers of Eden podcast. Check it out. The Embers of Eden. Uh, it's an audio drama. It's sci-fi. And it is made up of four people, me, my wife, Kayla, my cousin, Ross, and his wife. Uh, we basically were doing a different audio drama, and then COVID happened, and we couldn't get all of our people together that were doing it. So we just decided to make it with the four of us. So you'll get to hear me doing different voices and different accents, and my cousin as well, and play a bunch of different characters. So four people are casting this entire world for this podcast but it's a ton of fun uh we just released the seventh episode there's going to be 10 in season one so uh check that out for whatever it's worth the embers of eden embers of eden the embers of eden audio drama sorry there you go because the embers of eden is also a like death metal band or something 
Oh, goody. So the Embers of Eden podcast is not the same as the Embers of Eden audio drama. So the Embers of Eden audio drama is what you want to check out. So, yeah. All right, Facebook, as you guys are sitting there typing, and if you think this is lagging at all, you just need to start throwing your ideas, thoughts, things you want us to talk about, questions you have. Go ahead and start putting those up in the chat, and we will start talking about yeah. it. Otherwise, we'll just be left to our own devices, and no, who knows where that no, will not, go tonight. Not, we are not left to our own devices. I have things rattling around oh, in here, and they're just going to start coming out. Yes. So you guys definitely want to uh, definitely want to start putting some things up yeah, there. Yeah, so somebody give us something. What you got? Here's what I have. Give it. First of all, I've already voted. Yes. So you cannot change my mind. It's yes. already done. Yes. I've, I've already done the voting thing. So you all cannot convince me. And basically, I'll just wait to see if my, my guy or girl or whoever I voted for won. I have not voted. And, Coke or Pepsi. And I will not vote until the day of because that is what I do. And I, I, I despise any of the other methods. I want to go in. I want to literally stand there. November I want to get 3rd. my card. I want to do the thing and walk out with that sticker. You, If they use the same voting machines that I was on, these things are huge this year. Oh, yeah? They're huge. And like you feel like you're making big choices because you hit <laughs> big buttons. I'm like, this is wild. This, this, this ballot thing is huge. Anyway, so it was a lot of fun. I did it in like yeah. 20 minutes and down at the Board of Elections. It was awesome. That being said, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think that largely our culture has abandoned God and religion in favor of a new God, religion, and faith. Yes. And they have placed faith in a particular political party. Yes. And they are looking at political figureheads to save them. And every four years we have this like religious fervor yeah. that overtakes both sides and since we don't believe in God anymore, we have to put our faith and trust in something. And this cult of personality is what we're putting our faith in. And I have to ask this question. <laughs> have you ever put your faith in anything dumber in your <laughs> life than this political system? I don't, I don't know what it could possibly be. <laughs> like... Faith in God seems unreasonable to you, but faith in this is preferential. Like this is going to, I just don't, I am beside myself as we all, as we all watch people going out and repeating political mantras and holding vigils for our leaders who have passed away. And we're going to hold candlelight vigils yeah. and like have to repeat specific phrases to repent for our original sin. And I'm like, yeah, this is it's, religion. It's this is religion, people. And, it's, and again, it's a it's a very <laughs> fundamentalist version of religion, which makes it even more interesting. It is so fundamentalist on both sides. It's yeah. like if you talk bad about my daddy Trump, I'm gonna kick your butt. Yeah. And if and if and on the other side, if you say anything that's out of line of the dogma of whatever you know is considered politically correct. Yes. Uh, there's you, you're outside of groupthink and yes, and you will pay the price. Yes. To the gulag with you. Yes. It, yeah. I Coke I have, or Pepsi. So this is easy. Coca-Cola. Yeah, absolutely. Coke. Now I will say, uh, <laughs> when I was in high school and junior high, I actually preferred Pepsi. And then Agreed. it changed. I, Something I liked changed. Pepsi until I was probably 20 yeah. 224 it yeah. has to be in that range yeah it was like 2021 20, for me and then all of a sudden huh. it changed and i don't know why 
Um, is it because when you're a kid, it's like all about the sugar? And when you I, get older, it's about the taste? I have no idea. But honestly, Pepsi, if I go, Pepsi is a deciding factor as to whether or not I will drink pop. If I go to a restaurant Agreed. and I say, what, do you have Pepsi or Coke products? And they say Pepsi. My second question is, okay, do you have ginger ale? And if the answer is no. Or do you have no, beer or yeah, do you have Dr. Yeah. Pepper or yeah. something like that? And if the answer is no, I'm like, yeah, I'll get a tea or I'll get water. Same for me. We yeah. have Pepsi products. Do you have sweet tea? That's the way I go. Yes. And it has to be sweet tea. Yeah. I, what is wrong with the North? This is the one thing. This is the one thing. If the South had won, yeah. we'd be <laughs> drinking sweet tea. <laughs> Oh man, it, I've committed it, heresy already. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. The one good thing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you're already getting into Sheldon's high voice. That's very true. Uh, okay, Coke and Pepsi. We already solved that. Yeah. Absolutely Coke without a doubt. And all the but iterations this, too. This unsweetened I, tea that we're serving people no. is just horrible. Why would yeah. you do it? And then oh, they you can you can sugar it yourself. No, you cannot oh. stir sugar into a cold liquid. But, but it just goes to the I bottom. Have, I have a method. I figured it out. Okay, I've I've cracked the system. So here's what I do: if I go to a place and they don't have sweet tea, which is most places, well, they're they're getting better about it. Like fast food yeah. places now. Ohio's catching. But up. anyway, a lot of like nicer restaurants they still don't do sweet tea for whatever reason. Maybe right. it's maybe it's beneath them to do sweet tea. Anyway, I will order hot tea, and I'll you know they bring you the cup, they bring you the tea bag. No 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 no. Listen listen listen. I have a thing, and a large glass of ice. And I will make a strong cup of tea with sugar, and then I will pour it into my cup of ice, and that will be... Your dining out experience has turned into a science experiment <laughs> really quickly. But hey, if it's an option of tea or no tea, I will go with that. I'm okay with it. I haven't done it often, but I do it when I need to. The transitions in this podcast are going to be herky-jerky tonight because yes, we're going off of whatever you put up there. I yes. just thought of something else. Oh, no. One thing that I don't think about when I'm not on camera as we do this is that I like fiddle with the collar around my neck subconsciously a lot. Mm. And that came up today in my message to the teens as well. Because <laughs> they handed, like we were doing a surfing thing for oh, some okay. reason. There was some sort of theme. And so they like gave me those flowers, a lay or whatever. Lay, like, yes. hey, we're in Hawaii or whatever. But I can't do the polyester around my neck. That that thing, like I have a neck thing. I can't, it reminds me. Uh, can't oh. <laughs> have things around my neck real tight. Bothers um, me. I I remember a a comedian that I love who I won't name because every time you name a comedian <sighs> and the one that you love, then people will get mad because he's not this or not that or she's not this said or not that or said something insensitive or profane. I mean, they're comedians. That's what they do. But anyway, he talked there, about the, how there he are had canaries a, in the free speech coal mine. <laughs> there are. <laughs> <laughs> if we're mining for free speech and they start killing off the comedians, we're we know like, we're in trouble. We know we're in trouble. Um, but no, he talks about how he had a very sensitive neck and he couldn't wear regular shirts. He had to wear V-necks. And he said that uh, he said that he can't do turtlenecks because it's like being choked by a really, really weak guy all day long. <laughs> turtleneck. Yeah. And he said, and if you wear like a turtleneck in a backpack, it's like a weak midget trying to bring you down. And uh yeah, that's good. That's, that's what I amazing. think. Of. So maybe you need to wear deep V-neck shirts. You need to do those ones that like come down to the belly button, deep V-neck, right? Take away that problem for you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We watched the uh, worst of Indiana Jones. We've wrapped all that up. Yeah. We, we don't need to go back and cover that because Kayla hates us talking about Indiana. She does. Jones. She does. But I don't care. This is our podcast, and we do what we want. <laughs> that's why no one listens. That's why. <laughs> 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 yeah would you would you say it was the worst of the indiana jones movies 
Well, it wasn't that bad. I kind of like watching the whole nuclear thing go up, like yeah. the little miniature nuclear town. Yeah. And with all the mannequins, there he starts are fun to realize in it. he's in a fake yeah. town and that's I, about to I get I honestly, nuked. I don't think the story of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is bad. Yeah. The story is is fun. It's it's terribly miscast. Shia LaBeouf being in that is a travesty. And Kate Blanchett, though I love her, is not believable in that role at all. It looks like Kate Blanchett in a wig pretending to be a Russian person. It's like there's there's just no believability in that role at all. Do and that's one thing I at least like about about the first and third Indiana Jones movie is like the villain is like the villains are like fairly decently fleshed out. Like they feel yeah. like a real person. Their complexities to their motivations. They're not just the, you know, wringing your hands with the evil mustache. And I feel like she and that was just the stereotype. Give me a rapier and a Russian accent. Even give me black hair so you know I'm the bad guy. It's like <laughs> you kinda you kinda yeah. It just it was it was poorly it was poorly cast, I think. But that's just me. So uh the one the one other show that I want to touch on that both of us had started watching was the Umbrella Academy. Yes. So good. Yes, I have not finished season one yet, so no spoilers for me. I won't give you any spoilers. It's yeah. very good. Yes. And season two is just as good. Yes. I've I enjoyed them both. Things. I actually got to sit down with my cousin Ross a little bit today because he was in town visiting my grandma. And uh, we talked a little bit about Umbrella Academy and he he binged it. He's seen it all already. So um, that question has already been answered. Will the Browns actually be competitive this dude, year? They're four and Absolutely, one. Absolutely. They're four and they're one. They're four and one. And in the NFL, the one thing that no one can take away from you is that W in the wins mm-hmm. column. If you can get it, hang a W in the wins column, nobody can take it away from Doesn't you. Doesn't matter. Nobody can tell you that you did yeah. it wrong or that there's a problem with your team. Yep. You got the W. Yep. That's the important part. And they part. got the W against the team with the same record as them just now. So I mean, yeah, they're already competitive. That is a that is a non-discussion. It is it is already there. It's already a reality. Yeah, the Browns are competitive and apparently the Niners are getting blown out by the Miami Dolphins, so I didn't watch. But aren't like all the Niners hurt? Yeah. Yeah, so let's... everybody hurts. <laughs> when we're playing on the turf. <laughs> This is um, not the episode where I should sing. No, it's not good. No, no. Sad Sheldon is what I would imagine drunk Sheldon would be like if that was a thing. And she just gets kind of <laughs> punchy and you sing too much, you know. Just, oh, oh, man. man. Yeah. Watching the Niners lose is about as close as I get to depression these days. <laughs> I'm really upbeat for 2020. There's so much that people say that's going wrong, but there's so much that's going right. And I'm just one of those guys that you're not going to get me down. I'm not. I'm choosing to not be depressed about any of this and watching the Niners lose just sucks that joy right out of me for a little while. That's how I feel when the Indians have a bad year, (laughs) not just bad playoffs, but when they have a bad year, these were bad playoffs this time around. Uh, so uh, let's see here. What movie series are you doing next? Star Wars slash Raiders. Well, we we already. You mean watching? If you mean oh, watching, no, no, because we discussed Star Wars on here and we've discussed uh, all of Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. So is there another one we're moving on to? I don't know. I mean, you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I've seen all the other superhero movies. Pretty. The much. only other thing I can think of is Star Trek, but that's kind of like a whole different. It's not the same. Right. Uh, the only the only Star Trek movie I would want you and to watch. And we both watched Firefly, which if you haven't, we've mentioned it like so six good. times. So what's wrong with you? So good. Um, but the only the only Star Trek I would have you watch would be The Wrath of Khan. You would like The Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of Khan is phenomenal. It's just a good movie, period. Um, so I would show you that one. But the rest of them, like, 
yeah. you, you kind of have to be a, a fan. I already. watched Into Darkness just that randomly. Was, that one was just okay. the The first reboot series movie was really good because, as a fan, it paid homage. It paid homage to a lot of little bitty things that you always wondered about the original series. Right. It was fun. But this, yeah, the second one was just okay. The third one, I didn't even bother watching. I just had a thought. Go. The Browns are going to make the playoffs in a year where no one can watch them. I know. <laughs> it's the most Browns way to go to the playoffs ever. They're going to go to the playoffs. There's going to be no one in the stands. What if they go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> and no one's year? in the building. <laughs> it's the one year. Hey, like hey, the Browns are man, in the Super Bowl and no one's man, in the building. I won't care. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to see it, didn't I, really happen. I won't care. If they go to the Super Bowl, I will be so happy. To break that curse, <laughs> I will be so happy to break that Wouldn't curse. Be... It's the only. It's the. It's the. It's well. Uh, no, the, the Indians still have to win it. <sighs> the Indians need a World Series. They yeah. need a World Series, man. It, every time I utter those words, all I can think of is what it would have been like. How close you were. If the Indians and the Cavs had won championships in the same stinking year, that just would have been amazing. They were but that close. The peak of Cleveland. Sportsdom, and yes, that is a word, and I will say Sportsdom. it. Sportsdom, Sportsdom, was LeBron James freaking out over that home run from I think it was Rajay Davis, and seeing him up there flexing with his Cleveland or nowhere T-shirt. That was literally the peak moment yeah. of Cleveland sports. Championship Cavs team, LeBron James freaking out in the stands because the 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 Indians were coming back to win a World Series, and then that was it. Cleveland or nowhere. Except if it's L.A. or Miami. Yes, I I will admit. <laughs> let me let me clear the air here That's about. A little weird. Let me clear the air here about LeBron James. I am not now, nor have I ever been, a LeBron James fan. I love him when he is playing for us, and every other time I want him to lose. <laughs> he is still one of the greatest, if not the greatest, person to ever play basketball, and I will not deny him that. I just don't care for the man, and I'm ready for the LeBron James era of the NBA to be over, even though he's not dilapidated enough to retire yet. So we'll see. I don't know why I, I said that with a T. Here, I know it's dilapidated. It came out as a T. Get over it. It's okay. Here's what's great. <laughs> here's what's great. I think watching basketball with the greatest players to play the game is what we should keep watching. And mm. LeBron is one of the great players. Without a doubt. So he needs to keep playing as long as possible. I can root for him to lose, but I don't want him to stop playing. Yeah, I don't and, want anything and, bad to happen and, to him or like injury. Right. Or, no, not right. at all. I'm not a fan of his, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I just, I've rooted for the Warriors all the times that they were playing Wait, the who? Cavs. The who? Warriors? I don't, I don't remember that team. <laughs> they, I thought maybe I said it weird. I was like, <laughs> do my Lancaster County no, accents I'm, I'm sneak up on me? I'm mocking the fact that they are... <laughs> They're just right. in oblivion. Well, now. I will. F I know cheer. the Cavs are, but they're also they also have a bunch of nobody. I will cheer for, for anything that is Philadelphia or Philadelphia adjacent. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's fair. Except the Niners. Yeah. Well, that's out of the, nowhere. And, and, and honestly, the, LeBron's probably going to get his fourth ring tonight anyway. I have no idea where they're at in that game. But how about Jimmy Butler, man? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, flipping Butler. He is a freaking. How warrior, good would man. the Sixers have been if they had kept him? He's a warrior, how man. How good. We've I remember awesome. being so excited when I thought the Cavs were going to pick him up after Kyrie left, oh. and it didn't happen. Made me sad. Uh, Did the rain you see him? Yeah, I absolutely agree. The the whole rain delay in that game seven of the World Series that really that messed with the Indians. I think they had momentum, and then having to wait just kind of 
On on the other hand, the rain did not affect the Phillies when we were there. Yeah. And Juan. Yeah. It really helped. I yeah. mean, just bulldozed right through. Yeah. But mm. and that was a huge thing. The Phillies hadn't won the World Series in years. And that was that was a massive thing. So sometimes it works for you, sometimes it works against you. For the Niners, the lights going out at the halftime when we were in we when we yeah, were in the Super that Dome, made a difference. That hurt us. That made a hurt difference. Us big yeah. time. Yeah. That and them not calling holding on the kick return after yeah. the half, but we we know. It's We've okay. talked about we that have. before. I'll let it die. You'll let no, you won't. You'll uh, never. You'll I'm, never I'm let bitter. that die. <laughs> uh, buddy, no, no. Uh, a minor league hockey team does not count because a) they're a minor league team, and b) I'm not Canadian, so I don't care. And <laughs> b) they play so, hockey. <laughs> you know what? I will. Uh, let me back up on that. I've been to. A, I've been to a hockey game. They Ho- are fun to go to. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't care about hockey at all. Right. But I care about hockey more than I care about soccer. Oh. Yeah. Whatever that's worth. And the my main problem with soccer, and we've discussed this before, is we don't know when the games end. It's <laughs> not good, <laughs> and we still don't know who won. <laughs> I don't like it. No, not at all. So not at all. That's oh just man. Me. But yeah, man, Cleveland sports. It's you know you're a glutton for punishment, but not always. Not always. It used to be always. So not always I have. Anymore. I, since we're doing an eclectic bunch of nothing and and you guys are <laughs> I think just, you just feeding us I think topic. you just picked our title for this podcast, an eclectic <laughs> okay. bunch of nothing. Um, I've taken up skateboarding. <laughs> yes, you have. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we yes. can do that. Sheldon has picked the most benign and least threatening of the midlife crisis, crises, crises. Somebody has told me that my midlife crisis is very punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) I bleached my hair and I took up skateboarding. (laughs) I have no problem with it. I've also had people commenting that they really see my gray now since my bleach has grown out. (laughs) And that doesn't help me at all. I feel really sad. Oh, no. No, it's okay. No. Um, but, (laughs) But yes, skateboarding is a lot of fun. You should all do it. And for the first month, you feel... I was going to say the R word, but you feel really dumb. <laughs> like I should be able to stand on a thing with four little wheels and make it do its thing. And I literally cannot. Yeah. You feel like a, a very large thing on, on very tiny wheels. <laughs> and it's like those big old apes with the little bikes yeah, at the cir- that you yeah. see at the circus. That's what it feels like. And I'm like, oh, I'm always man. falling down. How do I stop the constant falling? But the whole thing is you get on it every day and you first you learn to push. Just push and ride with your one foot. And eventually you can get that other foot up on. And the main thing there is turning your front foot and putting your back foot on the board and just coasting. Yeah. And then going back to pushing. And you do that for a while, like every day for like a week or more. And the best advice I ever got with skateboarding is get better at one thing that day pick one thing that you're going to get better at yeah and don't get discouraged that you can't kick flip or you can't ollie or you can't do all the stuff just pick one thing to get better at it so if it's now i can move my board by pushing down on the back and kicking the front end over like or tic-tacking back and forth i'm going to learn to do that or i'm going to learn to push or do something like find that one thing and just Keep going at it and totally. get better at it every day. You know, it's funny. As you're describing this, it reminds me of a conversation. I was I was talking to um, to some people who either were smokers or currently are smokers, and we were having a discussion about how, like, was it easy to start smoking? Was it hard for you to do cough a lot, whatever? And I, I, I expressed to them that I, 
I don't understand doing anything where it's an acquired taste. I don't understand acquired taste. I don't understand it in coffee. I don't understand it in smoking. Really? I don't know because I'm like, if you try something and you don't like it, why would you then continue to do that thing until you either like it or you get used to it? Because your friends like it or you like the culture around it. Like if it's art or something like modern art, I don't get it. Modern and some art, people say modern it's an acquired art taste. insults me. Yeah. But this is what <laughs> I'm saying. Like if you started to pursue it, even certain types of music, people say it's an acquired taste, right? But I've never liked anything that was an acquired taste. I feel like acquired taste is what people say when they're really pretentious and they like the smell of their own farts. You know what I'm saying? They like <laughs> they like Are the your fact own farts an acquired they taste? Do. Yeah, You're around exactly, them enough. Exactly. That's this right. is where the podcast has gotten to yes. in but, less but than 30 minutes. Seriously, it's people who are like, oh, well, you don't get it because it's an acquired taste. It is. It's pretentious. It's pretentious. Oh, Come by on. the way, the Lakers are blowing out the heat. So what that's awesome. Oh, wow. What's what's LeBron's stat line? Give me that. Give me that, somebody. What's LeBron's stat line? And somebody was asking if my kids skateboard with me. No. The kids are in this to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> they do safe things like riding their Razor scooter or yeah. riding their bikes. Or Rylan does love to go to the skate park with his Razor scooter and go up and down the little hills and stuff. He loves it. So we're definitely going to do that. And, and I enjoy being on the skateboard because it is something that I have to learn. It's a skill I have to learn. But honestly, what was missing from my childhood was YouTube. And, yeah. and I just didn't have anyone to teach me these things. But now I can go in and watch YouTube videos of how it all works and then go out and try it. And that's how I learned to Ollie. Yeah. Like I, I can Ollie standing still. I still can't get up onto the sidewalk moving. <laughs> like that's what I'm working yeah. on next is trying to get up onto the sidewalk while moving. And I've heard this takes weeks to months to really get down. Yeah. But now to be clear, I'm not equating skateboarding with those other things that I'm oh, talking okay. about. Like to me, that is a skill. Okay. That is not a skill. I am willing to fall down multiple like times. Like guitar over. playing. Yeah. That's it's a, a skill. skill. Skateboarding is absolutely right. a skill, not deriding it. I'm just saying, Skateboarding is not a skill that I'm willing to fall down a lot for. Well, and actually, I wasn't that willing to fall down a lot either. <laughs> That's why I watched a ton of YouTube videos, was very careful. I did fall down a few times, had like this massive bruise on my wrist, but other than that, not too bad. Well, let's see. Things you never thought you'd say, i.e. don't kiss your brother's poop. Yeah, you say odd things as a parent that you never thought you would say. I told my kids... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me stop this car and make me come back and hit one of you with this bottle. <laughs> now, to be fair, I was holding a two liter Mountain Dew bottle and I was saying it in jest because they were messing around. But you would have done I it. But I still said it. And I'm like, boy, oh, yeah. if I don't sound like a bad drunken yeah. fool, yeah, I've, I don't know. I've told my kids not to lick each other's tongues. Um, you know, stop eating hair off the floor. Uh, I still have to tell one of my kids to, no, I'll just say it. I still have to tell my oldest child, he, when he was little, he used to accidentally get, he's a thumb sucker. He used to accidentally get Kayla's hair wrapped around his thumb and he acquired a taste for it. So even oh, now no. I will look and he'll, he'll either put a hair in his mouth and then suck his thumb or wrap it around and he'll watch me. Cause he knows if I catch him, I'll be like, dude, get that out of your mouth. He's like, yeah, okay. And he'll throw it on the ground. <laughs> so to this day, but yeah. I think my, my peak parenting moment was telling my two oldest children stop licking each other's tongues. Yeah, that was weird and it was gross and I didn't like it. Yeah, that's a little odd. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other things that is this as a parent things that you never thought you'd say or oh, just I guess in general. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. It's escaping me right now, but that one was for sure. Yeah, don't make I me like come that. back here and hit that was you good. with this bottle. That was good. Well, of course, we all say the things. There's a lot of don't shoot your sister kind of things with dark guns. As soon as you involve dark guns, the, the words get really strange. Yes. Like, don't shoot your sister. Are you firing that in the house? <laughs> things like this. Like, Amy just asked, what was that? Uh, take it a step further. Sheldon, what, do th what are things you say that your parents said to you? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> Shut the door. Close the window. Turn those lights off. Why every time I walk oh. into a room are all the lights on? Yeah. There is one particular... <laughs> Lena will always leave her closet light on. Yeah. So I switched it from a regular incandescent to an LED before any of the other lights in the basement because I was convinced that all my money was leaving that <laughs> light bulb socket. <laughs> I'm like, why is it as a dad that we see a light on and all we see is just dollar bills falling out see, of the light this bulb? this is the funny thing, though. I, I'm not one who cares about lights as much. I, Kayla, I Kayla is our light When you're person. not in the room, why does it need no, to I be lit? No, I get that. I totally get that. But I'm, I'm the one who will forget to turn off a light. I'm, I'm one that commonly... Do you still have incandescent light bulbs? Do you still have your stockpile or are they gone? I do. Ah. And if anybody needs 100-watt incandescent light bulbs, <laughs> I have an ungodly amount of them. <laughs> because when Bush did the one thing I disagreed... No, multiple things I've disagreed with him on. Patriot oh, Act man. being the number one thing. Oh, but uh, <laughs> when he made that mandate that we're going to all those... And at the time, it was the squirrel... Like, at the time, it was those squirrely... Uh, fluorescent lights. That's yeah, what everybody was terrible. trying to push us to. Yeah. And they were trying to ban the incandescent lights before we had anything decent on the market. Yeah. And I freaked out and I was like, I am buying 100 watt light bulbs. So every time we had a little bit left over in the grocery budget, <laughs> I would always come home with another thing of 100 watt light bulbs because I was convinced this was the thing. <laughs> so, yes, I, I'm not a hoarder. But this was the one thing that I did that was mm. irrational. Yeah. And, well, my was... garage is well lit now. <laughs> you just plug them all in. I have three lights up there in the garage that I call, like, chicken house lights because there's no shielding on them. They're nice. just a bare light bulb, you know? Nice. So you screw them in. And 100 watts lights your garage really oh, yeah. well. No doubt. Plus, I can control a garage a little bit better than the, than the kid's closet. That's fair. Yeah, it's totally fair. Oh, man. What else we got here? I, I hate when this does this. It stops scrolling, and so we have to do it. Oh, man. Yeah, as soon as somebody asked, what do you say to your kids that your parents said, my dad said, that this ought to be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But honestly, my kids are so responsible. Yeah. And the, there were so many things that my parents said to me that were way funnier than the things <laughs> I have to say to my kids. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Other than, I don't, I don't know, something else that they would have said was, you know, stop fighting or I don't care who started it. I'm ending yeah, it. That's the yeah, one. I roll with that. <laughs> I don't care who started it. I'm ending it. LeBron stats, 15 points, 15 seven of 10. Points, and they had 60 some points. So is Anthony Davis having a killer game? Is that what's really happening? Oh dear. Play the would you rather game. I don't know that that's okay for us. Is that okay for us to play the would you rather game? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what the. Would you rather be president 
or have no one or be never be famous for anything ever. Like ultimate fame or almost none, like none, no fame at all. So see, basically but, when, see, when Daniel Tosh says <laughs> everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame. Sorry, I that's just mentioned the comedian. This is dangerous. That's an average. Everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame. That's an average. So that means none for you, 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 you. 20 years for me, none for you, none for you, none for you. <laughs> like, would you rather have no fame ever or like be president okay, here's, for eight years? But here's the thing. I don't equate the presidency with fame. I know it makes you famous. But when I think of being president, who else is known worldwide? But when I More, think of being president, Jordan, the things that I think of are not, wow, I'd be really famous. I start thinking about, I could do this. I could implement this. I could get rid of this bureaucracy. I could. So I start thinking the practicals. So I would lean towards presidency in that sense because I feel like I could do some good. But uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I would pick presidency, but not for the reasons that you're asking. <laughs> but it'd, it'd just be a lifetime of fame. Yes, but. it would be. And you wouldn't be able to escape so it. So we got a would you rather on here. It says, would you rather know when you're going to die or how? I I am I have this weird thing about wondering how I'm going to die. I can't yeah. go down that bunny trail because my mind just like, it's not good. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm always like, please don't let it be a car crash or something where my teeth cave in i have this like <laughs> like if when you watch in a movie somebody get hit in the teeth with a bat Whoa. i always am just like oh I, like if anything happened I'd, to my face yeah i don't i don't teeth. know i'm just like can i go peacefully in my sleep i, I honestly i wouldn't want to know skydiving yeah, i wouldn't want to know either i wouldn't want to know either one because the reality is i like i like not knowing either one because if if i yeah. knew the how i would be paranoid about that yeah, but if thing. you had to choose, would it, I, I definitely don't want to know the how. I'd rather know when. See, but I don't love that idea of like having a ticking clock and knowing that I'm on the oh, clock. No, we all have down. a ticking clock. It ain't no big thing. But we don't know what it is. It's yeah, just I out assume there in the it's ether. Like, I assume it's like 70 and then everything's gravy after that. <laughs> I just kind of assume, yeah, um, 70, I kick it. So, you know. I guess I would, I guess I would pick. I would pick how. That one would mess with me less. Really? I, the how would mess what with me less. What if it's like devastatingly awful way to die? Then I would know. Like that, I don't know. That's one thing that I really think messed with Jesus in the garden. He knew what he was do, what he was going to do was going like for his physical body. Mm. Like what he was physically in his humanness going to have to yeah. suffer. Like he, he, in his, in, in like in his mission, there was a reason that he was here and he always knew he was headed to the cross. Yeah. But when it came right up to it, he knew it was coming and it was, it was like sweating drops of blood and can this cup pass? And yeah. like, I don't know if I knew it was something like that, I definitely wouldn't want to know. Like I don't if know. it's, if it's something awful or torturous, no, I definitely don't want to know that. Just, you know. Let me know the circumstance when it's happening, you know, or that. Yeah. I feel like that question's for me specifically, Amy, right there. Would you rather fight Darth Vader? I bite my lips or when I walk on ice. Now I'm going to be biting my lips. When, no, <laughs> I'm not scared of ice, though, smashing my teeth out. It's more like someone curb stomping you. Like what is Maybe it? it's from like football. And I got to imagining mm. playing football without face masks. Oh, and then yeah. like that kind of thing. I don't know. I was just always really glad for the face masks in football. <laughs> Why is this about my weird phobias all yeah, of that's a sudden? Uh, Darth Vader or Sauron? I think I would pick 
That's weird because Darth Vader. Darth Vader's beatable. Well, and but, he's but Sauron is clearly beatable too, because he did get beaten. But, yeah, he's, but he's but he's he's not embodied. He's he's, he's, a he's not a person. He's a disembodied eye, thing. So so. I guess Vader because I can actually attack Sauron him? was way too easily defeated. That's the one thing. Like you made him too big. Yeah. And then he was easily defeated. Yeah. It's kind of like the Death Star. Yeah. Really? You had to build in one little thing that would blow this whole thing up. It's not great. I would pick Darth Vader just because that would mean I would get a lightsaber. I mean, Absolutely. just straight out. I, Darth Vader. I would fight Darth Vader. No question. Would you rather only be able to drive 10 over the speed limit? Or ten under the speed limit. Oh, oh, as in you could you could do either. Okay, so you couldn't drive the speed limit. You could only drive ten over or ten under. <laughs> I'm picking ten over. Ten over every time. Every time. I'm ten over anyway. Every time. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just, six or seven. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> oh no, confession time. Uh, so <laughs> you know those recommended speeds oh, through yeah. curves. We used to say when we were like 16, 17, that you're a good driver if you could take the curve at twice the recommended speed. Yeah. This is not something I suggest no, people do. But it is a and it is I a do, falsehood. I think of it as a challenge every time I, I see it. Do. I'm like, can I? Can like I the go challenge along? was set your cruise control <laughs> and go at like 50 when approaching a 25. Yeah, you'd have to go through a oh, 25 man. corner and keep your cruise control at 50 without touching the brake. Like. <laughs> And you just like basically powers just lean and pray. No, lean and like, pray. Yeah. You just hang the back end out. Oh, man. Oh, hey, Phil. Good to this see you, man. Awful. Glad you're here. <laughs> Two more questions. If you scroll up, I'm not seeing. Oh, did we miss one? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm not seeing. No, I'm not keep seeing. going down. We're fine. I'm not seeing anything. I missed. just repost them. If we, yeah, if, you, them. if there's something we missed that you want us to do again, throw <laughs> yeah. it out. thanks no. for the ideas. Buddy. Yeah. Don't, don't if be you doing crash that. Your car. It's not on me. I already said this was yes. bad advice. Yes. And your mother will beat you up <laughs> and we will witness it and cheer her on. We're just hoping you make it out of the parking lot, buddy. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give you the advice that my grandma gives. Don't be stupid. Oh, this was one thing that my dad told me that I've already told my kids. Oh no. If the police ever pick you up for any reason, I am not bailing you out. Furthermore, if they require that I come to the police station, I will pick you up and I will drop you off around the corner. <laughs> Good luck getting home. <laughs> I will pick oh, you up because man. I'm legally required to. I hope my dad remembers saying that. Oh, man. Mike Myers, would you rather saw an arm off or a leg off? You just went straight for the saw thing. All right. Oh, an arm. Leg. Leg? Leg, without a doubt. What? Yeah. I couldn't skateboard anymore. I'm a musician, man. <laughs> if I lose an arm, I'm done. I, I can't play anymore if I lose an arm. That's true. And I can hobble. I feel like this is going to be really ableist here shortly. <laughs> You're going to commit some sort of awful party foul against people that either are missing arms or legs. Oh, man. Phil Smith, would you rather have to guess the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow or be taunted a second time? Oh, Sheldon, Please do, you know do that? not taunt do you know? me a second time. You know that reference, I would right? have you know to guess the velocity of, a, of an unladen swallow, but oh. that's good because I'm from royalty. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to know these things. Oh, Phil, you you win the night for that question. We're just yes. gonna go. But no, no one can take the second time of taunting. That's yeah, very clear. No, it is tough. And above all, do not say knee. 
Yes, do not say <laughs> Especially knee. Especially to old women. Yes. Oh, man. You have to do it no painkillers. Yeah, I would go with the leg. I would go with the leg, without a doubt. Would you rather lose the ability to read or to speak? Oh, oh the ability to read for sure. Oh. Make it all gibberish for me. As long as I can talk. Reading is Did the it. only reason I have anything to say. Yeah, 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 but you got movies. Oh. There's a whole YouTube thing. That's true. You can just play stuff to you. Audio don't have books. to read. Man, I, I don't know. I already don't read road signs. I don't know, man. That just feels that feels sacrilegious for I me to say I don't read unless reading. it's necessary. I can listen to my Bible. I, you're right. I you know what? Read you're it. right. I have to say reading because I couldn't not talk. I, I consume way more audio and yeah. visual content, and this is horrible to admit. I am an intelligent person. I read at times. <laughs> Ooh, Beth Ann, would you rather go into the past to meet your ancestors or go into the future to meet your great grandchildren? Oh, my grandchildren for sure. I got full confidence in this family line. We're gonna do well. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. There is a chance. Give me, give me that, my wait, great, great wait. grandkids, though. But there is a chance. Oh, great, great. Okay. I was going to say, because there is a chance you will meet your great grandkids. Oh, I'll, I'll meet my great grandkids. And especially you. At it's 70 high, years old. A high proximity that that will happen. <laughs> no. For me, I'm looking at it and going, there's no way I could meet my ancestor. So I would pick the ancestor. Wait. Yeah, my ancestor. I'm their descendant. They're my ancestor. Right. right. I would pick ancestor because... That's impossible. So the idea of going back and getting to sit down with like somebody from the far past that's an ancestor of mine, that would intrigue me. But, you know, I mean, they could give you your perspective on past events that have already happened. I feel like yeah. there's too much context there like I, that I already know. True enough. And some things about my ancestors I can already find out. My great-great-grandkids that I'm never going to meet. I want to meet those guys because I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm fully intent on making my family line something that's going to be really cool to be no doubt a part of. So no doubt, I'm yeah. with you on that. I definitely w would rather go f into the future. Oh man, yeah. Wow, the would you rather game has gotten yeah. off to a, Every a really everybody great was a start. fan. Everybody I'm really proud of you guys for avoiding politics. This is awesome. You've done really well. See, now somebody's just going to do no, it to no, mess no. with us. No, no, no. It's okay. We've covered <laughs> sports. We've covered all, all the good things. Oh. If you meet them and think there was something negative that happened to them, you can make changes in your life now. Oh. Oh. See, that's a problem with time travel. You can't time travel because you always affect. But you, yeah, that's absolutely true. Every time. And again, the, go the, watch the Umbrella Academy yeah. and this will help you a yeah. lot. Literally, the problem with time travel into the past is that the very fact that you are in taking up physical space in the universe that you did not take up before in and of itself will make a difference in the timeline. However, the argument can always be made that, yeah, because you already did it. The, the loop, the time loop paradox where a thing happened and you were already in the past doing that thing. You've already affected said thing. It's part of the loop. It's part of the thing. It's, it's a mess. Time travel to the past time travel theory is an absolute mess. So this is the whole premise of the umbrella Academy. So it, I, I, you know, there's language warning, but other than that, it's not, not that bad. Yes. What was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And my dad was clarifying. The quote was, if I went to jail for something that was n my own stupid fault, that's what would happen. If I went to jail for something 
that wasn't my fault. I just got caught up in a bad situation. He would come help me out. He wasn't this uh, uncompassionate. He, yeah. He, yeah. I said it a lot more harsher for my responsible <laughs> children. <laughs> like basically, hey, you get put in jail, you're on your own. Like, oh, man. You know. But I did tell him if you see somebody bullying somebody else and you and you take on the bully, I'm gonna come in and bail you out. Yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. that's one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh... <laughs> Would you rather only be able to watch NBC channels for the rest of your life, or only watch Fox channels? Till I would say Fox. Fox has some things that I don't I would watch actually prefer to TV watch. Yeah, I don't anymore. watch TV anyway, but if I had to pick one of those two, I mean, they had Fox had uh, had the Orville for a while, which not anymore. Man, I hope the Orville isn't over. I don't watch any of these shows on the network they're on. I That's watch true. them all on Hulu or Netflix or other some, things or ways that I get my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who went there? Uh oh, somebody just went there. Oh, would you rather dine with Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or Judas? Oh. Okay. Do we have to answer this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Judas would be a fascinating sit down and interview. Um, first of all, I you know, he showed a lot of remorse at the end. He had made some horrible decisions and betrayed Jesus, but he showed remorse at the end and went into depression and killed himself. Yeah. I would I would have a lot of questions like for Judas. I think that's a really solid sit down interview. Like, what was it like spending time with with God on Earth? Yeah. Like I there's so many in-depth questions that I would love to ask Judas for sure. That would that. And I know it's put up there kind of snarky, like Donald Trump, Joe Biden or Judas. Yeah. Like now if it was donald trump joe biden or adolf hitler i think we have a different thing you know <laughs> like obviously then we're gonna have to say trump or biden but i think with with judas there are literally great questions that i think i would, not, would, I would help no doubt christians out a ton just a different perspective on jesus yeah and I'd go with that and he did know jesus and the lord spent time with him i i yeah yeah you know, yeah. obviously wouldn't necessarily be gospel that you're getting from, but what a great perspective. Yeah. I'll, I'll just flat out say though, I have no, I would have no interest in sitting down to dinner with Joe Biden. I know everything about him. I want to know <laughs> he's been in public life for so long. I literally know everything about that man. I want to know. I'm, I'm good. Right. I'll go read the Wikipedia article, whatever. Yeah, you can see all the bills he passed. All that. <laughs> oh man. Let's not make any more comments. Would you rather have nosy neighbors or noisy neighbors? Um, hmm. boy, that's here's tough. A, here's I a, have, I have had both. Here's a point about nosy neighbors though. The fact that they know everything is actually generally helpful to the neighborhood. That's true. It depends on what they do with that information. Right. If they're a good natured, nosy person, right? Like they're just a sweet person yeah. who's and they just know everything just that's going on into everybody yeah. else's stuff yeah I, I would go with nosy neighbors noisy yeah. na noisy neighbors are now a nefarious nosy person that's yeah yeah that yeah that's, that's problematic that's trouble yeah for sure yeah that's problematic yeah thanks that, that was genuine oh mike come on man nate for me specifically federal mask mandate for life or never play guitar again <laughs> I would choose to never play guitar again. 
over that. Over a federal mask mandate? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that gets into all kinds of tyrannical issues that I cannot even begin. I am not a fan of the mask mandates in general. I have made that very clear. However, the way it's being done state by state, county by county, I can get behind that. That's yeah. the way federalism was supposed to work. I can get behind that. But yeah, if I'm it was a federal mask mandate, I would have problems. I'm for decisions being made locally as much as possible yes. because there's maximum accountability locally. The further you get from the local government to get to like state government and further out, the federal government is completely unaccountable because, you know, it's it's too far away yep. from actually getting the people's voice in there. Totally. So the closer those decisions can be made to you, the better. Yeah. That's my thing. But uh buddy, who is the coolest millionaire? Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? Elon Musk. Without I a doubt. love I love Elon Musk. I'm a fanboy. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, he's say also what you probably the it. person that's going to bring about the destruction of the human race unintentionally. Yeah. He's the most likely person. But yeah. it'll be in all good fun and good natured. He It'll be a freaking he sent, awesome ride. He sent that Tesla into space, and it's going to be found by some alien species that didn't know we were here. Here's the thing. <laughs> Elon Musk is doing things that all of us sat around and talked about. Totally. He's making things happen. That he built cars. Yeah. And then people were like, you know, we want to go to space, but NASA can't do it, so we're going to put out a bid. Can anyone go to space well? And he's like, I'll go to space. And he does it really good. And then he takes his car and puts it in space. How cool is that? We would like be building cars and be building rocket ships and be like, we're doing great. And he's like, I can do you one I, better. I will admit, I'm just waiting. Also, though. an indestructible truck like he built. I know everyone hates on the Cybertruck because of the way it looks. It literally can't rust. It'll tow a <laughs> semi up a hill. Like, this thing is ridiculous. We it's never true. in our lives imagined anything like what you're going I, to be able to buy. But I will buy. admit, I'm waiting. I am. There's a part of me in the, the back of my brain. The government is going to get this guy. No, that's not what I'm waiting for. Oh. I'm waiting for him to have a Howard Hughes moment. Where he just loses it and pees in jars and lets his hair and fingernails grow out and just goes crazy. Oh. Because Howard, he's basically the Howard Hughes of our generation, is, is basically what Elon Musk is. Would you rather see Garth Brooks or Elton John or Justin Timberlake in concert? Well, first of all, I have seen Justin Timberlake in concert, and it was phenomenal. One of the most amazing shows I've ever been to. Um, Elton John, I have no interest in seeing him now. If you would let me see him before he destroyed his voice then yes, I would go see him. Garth Brooks is the Michael Jackson of country music, and I hate country music, but I would still go see him. I would see all of those people at certain points and have seen some of them. So, Amy, the question, the answer to your question is yes. I watched a Garth Brooks special where he did a whole concert yeah. and everything like live, yeah. and it was it was solid. I watched the whole thing, but I have no interest in really going to one of his shows. Elton John, I agree today. Nope. Um, I, I would definitely go to Justin Timberlake and watch that for sure. That'd be awesome. One night only ideal venue and modern tech parliament or EWF. What are, I have no idea what that means. Are those bands? I have no idea uh -oh. what that means. Would you rather live in middle earth or star Wars universe? Specifically, the Star Wars universe, or yes, she says space. Oh uh, yeah, Star I see Wars. Star Wars. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, for me, it's the Star Wars universe, and only because 
if you let me pick my place, I'm pretty sure I'd survive and not feel any of the effects of all the craziness that the Skywalker family perpetrates on everyone. Yeah. But, um, I would go I middle would, earth seems really <laughs> bloody. It would be really bloody. And, and for the peasants that just randomly die and, and I, I wouldn't want to live in a medieval era at all. No one escapes unscathed in yeah, Middle Earth. Nobody. Everybody gets touched by all that yeah. craziness. So going yeah, on. I would I would pick the Star Wars universe. There's nowhere you can just live peacefully. Yeah. There's no Naboo. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would go with, I would go with the Star Wars universe for sure. I think if we could pick our place, we could do pretty well. Oh, buddy, there's no question. Who would you rather have to co-perform a night of worship with, casting crowns or Switchfoot? No question, Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Switch yes. Casting crowns are believers, and I have that in common with them, but I despise their existence as a band. And I just do. I switch them off all the yes. time. If yes. their songs, I'm like, please Ugh. get to the point, and then please can it be over. Yeah, and why are you still telling me this story and trying to... Re- and Switchfoot, John honestly, Foreman is one of the greatest oh, writers in all of Christian music. And they are and, a great show. And in music in general, They're he's one of the show. best writers. And and I think the guy from Need to Breathe, Bear, whatever his name is, is giving him a run for one of the best mm. writers. Like uh, their their song Banks is I want to hold you close but never hold you back. What a great line! Like like Banks to the river, I want to hold you close but not hold you back. That's it's a good it's a good line. So I to to be honest, um, every time I hear a Casting Crown songs. So all I he- see is a fundamentalist preacher finger wagging at me. I feel like that's the majority of they're their a songs. little preachy. Yeah, and I've been to one of their concerts and it was awful. Sorry, they I've- they were good in terms of their craft, but literally they would sing a song, they would talk for twenty minutes. They would sing a song, they would talk for five minutes. Like it was just bad. That is one of my pet peeves with uh, Christian. But Leland opened Christ- for them and they were good. Christian bands when we were growing up, you would go to see like a rock and show. And outside of DC Talk, a lot of these bands felt the need to really like bring a gospel message. Yeah. And I'm like, don't. Yeah. Just play the music. Yeah. And that DC Talk bad. would. That's, DC Talk would, but it was always at the end of the show. Right. Like Toby would come out and he would give his spiel for about right. 15 minutes and that was it. No, and, it was and done. I'm, I'm good if you've given the audience like value for the ticket that they paid, but. Like we're here because we believe in your message. Yeah. We've heard it and like we get it through your songs. And if you're not communicating it through your songs, then it's not important enough to you. Why are you feeling like you need to put on a show for us? Like, I don't know. That was my thing with the whole like being preachy at, at Christian uh, rock shows. But. Okay. I'm with you now, Phil and Earth, Wind and Fire all day long. Earth, Wind and Fire all day long. All day long. Um. Beth Ann, would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with somebody who never shuts up? I feel like you've just asked me if I would rather be stuck on an island alone or stuck on an island with Sheldon is essentially what I feel like you just asked me. Um, <laughs> I would pick an island with Sheldon. Right. <laughs> because we could go to our separate corners if we needed to. But I would get really bored on an island by myself. I, I would do go shut up. Crazy. You can ask Jeff. It's true. It's true. He One does. of us shuts up at some point. It's very true. It's and, very and true. And it's not always me. Sometimes she's quiet as well. It, I don't know. People always said that me and Jess would not work. And 15 years later, <laughs> here, here we are. are. And we do experience times of silence. I don't enjoy the silence. So I would choose someone that never shuts up. 
<laughs> I mean, they're good for an argument. They're good for like conversation and, and you know, you could scream things at each other if you got bored, but by yourself, man, no solitary confinement is by far one of my things that would just, that would crush me. I, yeah. would, I would absolutely lose it, which is why when we did quarantine and, and I said, I can give three weeks to my country <laughs> and that is my limit. Yeah. If they're going to pay me $1,200, I will give them three weeks, but I can't do any more for my soul. <laughs> my soul will curl up into this little raisin and it will die. <laughs> like there, if you want me to be me, I'm in a social atmosphere with someone. I live my life in relationship. Yes. It, and I believe that it's good for humanity to be in relationship. No and doubt. all you people that want to be on an island alone are part of the problem. Yes. And you don't actually want to be on an island alone. Right. You just need a vacation. You're And, and nobody answers that and says, yeah, I'd rather be on an island alone. <laughs> yeah, you say you do. You say you do. Phil, I'm not even going to bother answering that question because the, the, the end result of that is pretty much exactly the same. Just a different level of death or trauma one way or the other. So, no. My answer to that question is no. <laughs> the question was... If filmmakers controlled reality, would you rather be a character in a Kubrick thriller or a main character or a Tarantino romp? Oh yeah, my. or a villain in a Tarantino romp. And yeah, their end result's the same. Bad yeah. things happen all around. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. What what was that? Oh, something about whether we need people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Would you rather have a car or a truck? <laughs> it depends on the circumstance. I have two Honda Fits and a truck. So yes. I was happy to get the truck, but it hasn't moved a whole lot. So yeah. I don't know. Cars probably. Yeah. Point A to point B. That's right. <laughs> a skateboard for Sheldon apparently. <laughs> Oh, it's not legal so many places all of a sudden i'm like hey let that kid skate <laughs> oh you old people and you can't skateboard here in this parking lot and all of a sudden i'm like i'm in a parking lot and i'm like looking around for a cop comes cruising through and i'm like oh am i not supposed to be here am i bad am i doing a bad like is this wrong and all of a sudden i'm like why are there so many laws where people can and can't skate this is that's, terrible but that's where you could just sit and go like i am a taxpayer go uh, away i'm a taxpayer and, and i'm 36 years old <laughs> <laughs> and i can skate wherever i darn well please oh man yeah it, it's not rebellious uh, it's a different mode of transport this wheels. is the thing it has tiny wheels a bike has big wheels i don't get it what is wrong with kids skateboarding what are they doing they're gonna fall down and hurt themselves you can hurt yourself on a bike and you ride on the road i think it was just because it was associated with a certain type of rebellion for so a long time. what i know I I'm know. not saying I agree with it. It's like the it. mods I'm and just, the rockers and that stupid thing. I'm just thing. saying what it was. I'm not saying Kids that I agree with it. Kids can't be on scooters because <laughs> the mods are going around on scooters and they're fighting the rockers. <laughs> and so we got to ban the scooters. Buddy, this is how Sheldon goes to jail. <laughs> I, I go love to it. jail for skateboarding illegally. Oh, you know, man. what I heard was that a lot of businesses won't let you skateboard in their parking lots because if they let you and you get hurt, then they can get sued. So they have to tell you not to so yeah. that they don't get sued right. for letting you. But the problem with that is then everybody's going around like marming each other like, 
now, now, no skateboarding. Yeah. You you stop skateboarding. You don't do this. Anything do you that do involves that to people yeah. that bike through your parking lot. Anything that involves finger wagging basically gets under my I skin. I don't like it. I will care about things I don't care about if I feel like you're trying to like shame somebody into doing a thing. I understand it's private property and some of that, but you know, on private property, I think people should be able to do what they want. I totally. Get it. But when it comes to like public spaces, yeah. I should be able to. If I pay tax dollars for this, right. I should be able to do. Yeah, I'm with you. Because if I can bike there or I can like ride a razor scooter or something, why can't I skateboard? It's just terrible. Would I rather preach or lead worship? I mean, for me, I've done both, and trust sure, me, you, you want you want me preaching. <laughs> I, I've ah. I've led worship and I've preached, and you want me preaching. I don't know for Nate what that is, but <laughs> you've spent a lot more time leading worship than preaching. Yeah, I I don't think I could pick between those two, honestly, uh, because one is where I've been slash where I am, and one is where I'm going. So I can't I can't pick between those two. Right. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, I yeah. got nothing on that. Oh, that's a baseball question. You're going to have to take it. Ooh. And my dad said he won't bail me out for skateboarding fines. No, you shouldn't have to at 36. <laughs> uh, I would pick Jordan Bird and Magic Johnson. So he said, okay, would you rather watch uh, Murderer's Row take batting practice or watch Jordan, Bird, and Magic in their prime playing a three-on-three -three tournament against whoever? I okay. would pick Jordan Bird and Magic. Jordan Bird and Magic together playing a three-on-three -three against anyone would yeah. be awesome. But if I got to pick the other three, they would be like Bron Curry and Jimmy Butler or something like that. Like, yeah, I would take I would take your modern yeah. your your modern best players and like Kobe. No, no player in the NBA Here's today. One. Kobe, Iverson, and LeBron up against those three. Yeah. Yeah, come on! All, all of those guys would survive well against Larry Bird's eviscerating on the court, and I mean his like taunting. And, right. Except maybe LeBron. I think I think Bird could get into LeBron's Bird could head. get into LeBron's head, but he ain't he got ain't anything on head. Iverson. Iverson's yeah. gonna get his steals. Yeah. And and against against uh, against Jordan and Magic, I think Iverson could do pretty well. Yeah. The problem is there isn't enough ball to go around right. between LeBron and Iverson and right. Kobe. Right. They're a little bit uh, – they have to have the right. ball in their hands. And that's the thing is is those other three guys are good adjustment players. Right. The, the system was not always that's about a, them. They knew how to work. Yeah. already there for so, those three. Yeah. But, yeah, I would, I would pick that. Apple or Android, don't even – just walk away. Buddy, come on. Come on, dude. Why would you even bother? Why would you even bother? Apple only. I'm sitting here. There's a Mac right here. There's a Mac right here. We both have iPhones. If, if if Apple made mics like this, we'd probably be using those. Right. Come on, man. Which is surprising we said Elon Musk over Steve Jobs, but honestly, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think, Elon Musk is the visionary of now. Right. Steve Jobs is not. <laughs> he kind of did. He kind of did, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think we're kind of losing some steam here in that we're getting, we're getting long. That's Not fine. that I care. My wife will care. Why does she care about these things? Kayla does not like our long podcast because she thinks that she can be so much more effective with 30-minute podcasts. Yeah. And I hate to out her on that, but... I and, don't. And she's, she's been very clear about no, it. No, but she's right. And and there is a lot of podcasts that are much more efficient to listen to, but I only listen to podcasts that are like 
an hour or two hours totally. or three hours. It's just what you choose to listen to. So some people want a half hour podcast to like get to the point, teach you something, get on to the next thing so I can learn. I'm really hungry. I'm, I'm, and some people like conversation. They yeah. like to hear two people go back and forth and flesh an idea out or do a deeper dive below the surface on what's going on. Now, tonight it was random hits of all kinds of stuff. But that's, that's by popular demand, though. That yes. is absolutely by popular demand. So, yeah, man. Yeah. If you got anything to get in on here, get it in quick. Get it in quick because we're going to wrap soon. We're going to wrap here soon. We're anything that you definitely soon. wanted to get out on this podcast tonight? Uh, anything going on with you? Not anything particular. I will. I have a little rant here. Okay, let's do it. A little rant. First of all, you made a point about voting Okay. earlier when we were having a discussion about voting. Okay. About every vote counting. I do Talk have Talk about that and then I have a side rant okay. off of that. Here's my thing. I don't believe that every vote counts. Yes. Here's why. Yes. I lived through the 2000 vote. Yes. And in Florida, they were like, do you honestly believe that one little vote would have affected it one way or another? As soon as the lawyers got involved, they were able to make up like thousands of votes. Like that gap was real wide. And by the end, they had it whittled down to the very narrowest of margins. What happened to those hundreds of votes difference? Yeah. And like, honestly, do you, if you think that if it was within one vote and they weren't going to go back and recount and go to the courts and find some votes under a bench somewhere or in a trash can and drag those out and make your one vote null and void, then you're living in a dream world. Yes. This, this election and no election of any consequence in the United States is going to be decided by one vote. It's going to be decided by lawyers. Now, on the other side of that, and this is probably going to steal your thunder just no. a bit, but that was my rant on, I don't believe one vote counts. Yes. But I do believe that the votes count. Yes. And that is if a candidate wins by a significant margin or any margin that is outside of the realm of the lawyers getting involved, then you have a clear victory. And if everybody adopts the idea that my vote doesn't count, you're never going to have that and you're going to get the razor thin margin that leads to lawyers and courts and yeah. all of that. So I really do think everyone that's informed should vote. My, my other thing that I have a beef with is not all the votes count. And a lot of people that have no clue what they're doing are in there canceling out your well-informed vote yes. just because somebody said everyone should vote. Yes. I don't believe that every vote counts and I don't believe that everyone should vote. Yes. Now you are I stealing think... my thunder for sure. But yeah, go okay. for it. You're, you're, right. you're hitting it. You're hitting it. Just go. Go ahead. Just go. I'll let you, you got take it. the rest. Yes. But no, I will, I will completely agree with you. I think it is everyone's right to vote and not everyone should. If you literally know nothing right. except what you've seen on a right yard sign, away uh, yeah, from anyone. nobody. But if you know nothing other than what you've seen on a yard sign or what mainstream media is telling you, you should not be voting because or, it's or very what easy. Facebook is telling you, or, yeah. or anyone yeah. above you is telling you. Let like if you make, can't figure it out yourself, let me make a point about that too. Here we go. Let me make a point. I was listening to somebody recently rant about they're they're a YouTuber. And ranting about how Google does not really give them any information about what they should be making. They are clearly, Google is making money via YouTube off of this person as a content creator. But they're not a, they're not a uh, employee, 
so they don't get the benefits of like, here's your salary, here's what we'll pay you. And they can cancel them arbitrarily at any time. They never explain. This guy has actively gone in and tried to get them to explain what's the algorithm by which you calculate what I get paid. And they just won't do it. They won't tell him. And it dawned on me the other day. You hear all these people talking about this evil crony capitalism and, you know, the, 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 the corporation taking dumps on the little guy and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it's Google and Facebook. And like, these are the people that are doing it now. It's not, you know, GE or, you know, the big oil, like these things do not have that power anymore, but it is these. And so you're looking at these places where it's like the conditions that people are working for YouTube and working for uh, Google in this sense, like as content creators, they're basically being abused as workers, as factory workers were in the early 1900s. But nobody thinks about that. They just want to talk about the old guard and they want to rant about them. But you've got these, I mean, the, the way that they're aligned with politicians, the way yep. that they're pushing certain political parties, certain political agendas. It's incredible and kind of freaked me out because while I know that, like I cognitively knew it, it like it hit home. And it kind of blew my brain up a little bit. Yeah. And it's horrifying. So, so if, what I'm saying is, if you're going to rant about corporations and crony capitalism, take a look at Google. Take a look at Amazon. Take a look at YouTube. Take a look at all of these things because these are the ones. Yeah, your new big five. These are the ones. Yeah. And and Ooh. and if you can't make up your own mind on how to vote and you're using somebody else's input on that, like, stay home, dude. Yeah, don't vote. Figure it out. And, and honestly, there's lots of ways to honestly, do it. Honestly, so. I will tell you this on my ballot, there was a couple tax issues Yeah, that I, and usually I've heard from people just vote no on all the taxes or you should vote yes on, on all these types of taxes or whatever. If I didn't know about it before I went in there and I didn't know about these tax issues, I left it blank. Do everyone a favor. If you haven't read up on that race you don't know what the candidates stand for at least mm. marginally don't vote on that yeah like vote on the things that you know or you have convictions about but do not be afraid to leave things blank that you don't know about totally go ahead that includes and, candidates and and you should because the down ballot races should affect your life right. a lot more than and the they president will. ever will and they will like for instance in ohio this year we have a state uh school board seat yeah. open and like that's a big deal because they're every anytime you want to complain about what kind of curriculum your kids have in a public school literally you get to vote on this people yes you do also the ohio supreme court the balance of that court is on the ballot like yep. there's there's a number of things that if you don't read up on them can have big effects in your life and you should decide on those local down ballot races or leave it blank yeah Although I will say I do on principle vote no to pretty much every tax levy. Right. I, I, I've heard yeah. some very good advice, which is if God can work with 10%, so can the government. Yes. And that is we're going to vote no until they do well with the 10% that yeah. they should be getting. Yeah. And I get that, but you don't get to vote on federal taxes all that right. often. And you don't get to vote on state taxes. Right. Like basically what you're voting on is your own local school district and your own city. And so I can see how people will vote for some and not others, even if you're anti-tax. Yeah. Like, I get I it. Have, I have pulled the lever for one tax levy, <laughs> and it did not go well after it was passed. And after that point, I was like, nope, never again. <laughs> I, I, I wiggled in my principles for that one, and I just won't do it anymore. 
but you know that's okay i'm not going to reveal my sources there's a reason the polling booth has a curtain and <laughs> i tend to keep my votes behind the curtain that's the only one i will talk about very very openly <laughs> for sure it's taxes but anyway all right guys i think we're going to wrap it We've been doing this for a while, and I've enjoyed it thoroughly. These yep. are some of the most fun things we do. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, giving us something to talk about. You guys are fantastic. We you love really you. We appreciate you very much. You really are. Uh, Shelton, do you have anything to say? That's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.